This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. It's OBEHAVE with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Now, our special guest today is on a dual mission. She is champion adoptions of pit bulls, and she's combating the big C, cancer. And as you are about to discover, she's doing it so with a lot of creativity. Please welcome to our show the founder of HIT Living Foundation, Heather Crow. Welcome to our show, Heather. Hi, Arden. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here. <laughs> this is my favorite part. I'm not saying the words. You are. You know, <laughs> people come up with ideas to raise money. If you're a 5013C, like your group is, a nonprofit, you've got to come up with creativity. So I'm going to let you tell the zillions of people tuning in. <laughs> you've created a 2024 monthly calendar. Yes. Go ahead, Heather. Tell us what it's called. Titled Titties for Pities. And, uh, you know, I'll let that play on words just kind of go through your mind so you can imagine what that the calendar might feature. Yeah, I'm thinking you better keep us all abreast on what's happening. So Titties for Pities. I have in the this show has been on the air since 07. I have never said those phrase that phrase on a show. So thank you, Heather. Yeah, so I'm kind of, I made sure I didn't wear a plunging neckline today to host the show. But come on, seriously, as we said at the top of the show, this is because you have a dual mission. What is your dual mission? Correct. Yes. So we had put this campaign together in the fall of 2022 because we had a litter of nine beautiful pit bull puppies. We were facing, shockingly, a pretty big challenge to get adopted. We had four left of the litter, and no matter what we were doing, we were having professional photo shoots. We were having other rescues share. You know, we were reaching out to our celebrity supporters, influence supporters, and we just, we couldn't find forever homes for these pit bulls. My mom is actually a stage three double mastectomy breast cancer survivor. And so- Yes, Uh, luckily she is, she's beat it. She's a survivor. She's still around today. And what is her name? We need her. She needs to hear her name on the air. Oh, my mom, Susie Crow. Yes. Go, Susie. Um, so I thought, you know, why don't we couple a campaign to get some visibility on the pitbulls paired with Breast Cancer Awareness Month? And just, you know, the team that I have, they're amazing. They're ready to put their breast photo forward. <laughs> And when I had this idea, and I love a good dog pun, I love a good play on words. And so when the idea, you know, titties for pities popped into mind, and I brought it to the team, everyone was on board. 
Well, good, good. Yeah. Uh, everyone uh, went braless for you. Bravo, <laughs> braless. <laughs> they sure did. Yes. So oh the, my gosh. The campaign started in 2022 and we just shared the images on social media and we donated the remaining four puppies adoptions donations to an organization called the Heirs Foundation. Okay. And the Heirs Foundation is an organization that offers educational resources and grants to women who have had mastectomies who need help with funding for reconstructive surgery. And this organization is very near and dear to my heart because my mom had a double mastectomy. And at the time when she had her mastectomy, there was no organization like the Heiress Foundation for her to talk to. There was no one for her to go to and talk about reconstructive options and if there was funding for anything like this. And now that there is something today, it was very important to both my mom and me and everyone else on the team agreed, let's really promote this amazing organization because a lot of women out there who've had mastectomies don't know that the Heirs Foundation exists or even is an option for them. And what does Heirs stand for? Because I think that's important to bring out. It stands for, I want to make sure I say it right. I got it if you don't. You don't, please go ahead. All right, drum roll, please. Alliance in Reconstructive Surgery, heirs. Yes. Okay, yes. all right. So I think that's important. I mean, two really important causes you're doing, Heather. I love pities. I say they have meaty cheeks because when they smile, they got the meaty cheeks. And they were nanny dogs, for goodness sakes. And let's talk about the pities first. Yeah. Why are you so in love with pities? So... There are, and I'm as you see in a lot of major cities in shelters, pities are predominantly the breed that you will find the most in the shelters. And unfortunately, they have a bad stigma that's attached to their name because that's what a lot is talked about. And just like any other large breed intelligent dog, they need to be placed in the right hands of responsible ownership. And that's for every dog across the board. Right. And so when certain negative things happen that's associated with pit bulls, that's what's broadcasted. And unfortunately, it's broadcasted too much. And what's not talked about is how loyal pities are, what great family dogs they are, what yep. wonderful companion dogs they are. There are plenty of service pit bulls out there because yes. of their intelligence. And we see it, we see them far too often in Los Angeles and we try and help a lot of pit bulls, especially the puppies, because they're the underdogs. And yeah. that's what our rescue really focuses on, our underdogs, medical cases. And right now what we're seeing a lot in the shelters because of the current crisis of the overwhelm of the influx of dogs that are being surrendered to the shelters, the strays on the streets, you know, because the housing market has gone up, the inflation yeah. is causing people to have to surrender their animals. And mothers and puppies, and a lot of people don't know this in the shelters, but they're the first to be put on the euthanasia list because the shelters just don't have the resources to care for these puppies if they get sick. And you're seeing kennel cough, you're seeing diseases go through the shelters because they just don't have the resources to keep every dog on a watch to make sure they're healthy. So unfortunately, we've actually seen a pit bull mother at Coachella Valley Animal Shelter get put down when she was days away from giving birth 
we saw another German Shepherd family get oh, euthanized okay. because all the puppies contracted parvo. And so this is, of course, a devastating story, but it's not being talked about enough. People don't no, know no, on. And so we've really shifted our focus to mothers and puppies. And we actually just brought on a litter of uh, pit mix puppies from Coachella Valley Animal Shelter because they are euthanizing mothers and puppies there. And here's the irony, Heather. I mean, we hated COVID, but shelters are almost empty because yep. everybody got a pet. All right. What's been the postscript on that? The postscript, whew, we knew we knew we were going to feel the effect, the, the major blow of the shelters emptying out in 2020 and it's been a slow trickle and now it's hit head on and shelters are full rescues are full the way that we are having to say no to perfectly healthy family-friendly dogs on a daily basis because families are moving they're yep. moving to new homes apartments where landlords do not give leases with pets on there or what we're seeing a lot of in Man. owner centers is that landlords do allow dogs, but there's a weight limit or there's a breed restriction. And the number one breed restriction on rental properties are pit bulls. Jeez, what an uphill climb, but you're doing it. I mean, I want to go back to 2018 because you were in the Bahamas and I understand there was a little pity. Kisa? Kisa? Is that the right? Kessa. Yes. Does that, what does that mean? Do you know that name, K-E-S-A? It was an, a female extended version of a male dog that friends of mine in the Bahamas had, and his name was Kess. Now, I've been to the Bahamas, and you and I both know, they're not called dogs there. What oh, are they called? They're called pot cakes, and they're called pot cakes by the locals because the local dish down here is peas, beans, and rice. And whatever is left caked at the bottom of the pot, the locals feed to the dogs. So okay. they're called pot cakes. <laughs> they lick that pot clean. So you were in the Bahamas. You saw this dog, a pot cake. Yes. What was going on? What were you doing back then? Because I don't think HIV Living Foundation was organized yet. No, it was not. No, I was down in the Bahamas on a vacation. And the house next to the house we were renting had all of these barking dogs and of course, I had to go over and say hi to the dogs. And they had asked me, oh, you're from Los Angeles. Do you know anyone who might be interested in adopting this pot cake we rescued about a month ago? Um, she came to us emaciated. She had cuts all over her body. She was only about 10 months old. They rehabbed her. And at the time, I had been volunteering at a rescue in Los Angeles. And I said, you know what? I feel like I've got a pretty good network in LA. Let's bring her back to Los Angeles and I'll see what I can do. So <laughs> uh, logistically, it was it was intense. It was an intense process to get her from the Bahamas because she couldn't just go in a carry-on on the plane. We had to put her no. under the And so we first put her on a puddle jumper from the Bahamas to Florida. And then she went in cargo from Fort Lauderdale to Los Angeles. Wow. And, you know, I just shared on social media and she got adopted in three days. I couldn't believe it. Wow. And at the time, I had looked at my husband and I said, uh, you know, I think we can do this. I think we can help one dog from the Bahamas at a time find a forever home. And he said, OK, you know, let's try it. And then that's when I quickly, quickly, it was logistically very intense process and incredibly expensive. So I said, OK, let's let's maybe put a pause on that. And I shifted focus 
to the shelters in Los Angeles and the surrounding counties. And boy, did I learn a lot in one year. What, what, what do you mean? Your, your group is called HIT Living Foundation. What does that stand for? Because I don't want to get hurt. I need to oh. dodge. <laughs> no need to dodge. Uh, HIT is an acronym for Honesty, Integrity, Trust. And I feel like HIT Living is a lifestyle choice that each one of us has the opportunity to live by each and every day. And I really wanted to implement those ethos in the practice of the nonprofit that I was starting. And you're an artist, correct? Yes, an artist by nature. And I uh, have my BFA in art and design and a minor in photography. So that really helped putting our website together, <laughs> creating content marketing. That's cool. So, okay, titties for pities. Yes. I've said it now. I've said it. You said it. How was that set up? And how did you get 12 brave women? Or do you have a dude in there? <laughs> So the the only dude on the in the shoot was our photographer Morgan. Oh, okay, he's very happy with that assignment, I'm sure. <laughs> he was very happy, but I have to say he was incredibly patient with our team. As much as the women on the team were very eager to get on board because shockingly enough to me everyone pretty much majority of everyone who stepped forward had been affected by breast cancer through their grandmother or their mother or a okay. friend or someone they knew. And it wasn't just, you know, 10, 15 years ago that they knew someone. It was just a few years ago or our executive director, her best friend is currently going through breast cancer and she's in her 30s. Wow. Yes. And so a lot of women were saying, I want to get involved in this. Obviously, of course, everyone on the team is here for the dogs, but a lot of the women wanted to get on board because they wanted to promote the Heiress Foundation. They want to promote, you know, breast cancer awareness because this is this is a subject that means a lot to them. And so it was a little difficult getting 12 of us together for one shoot. So we had to stagger it a little bit. We used some of the photos from 2022. And it was through the support of our community that we had actually had a few people reach out and say, you know, you should really turn this into a fundraising calendar. Well, hey, everyone, we're speaking with Heather Crow. She's with the group Hit Living Foundation. She's got a calendar. You got to get your paws on. For 2024, it's called Titties for Pities Monthly Calendar. We're going to dive in more about that after we take this break. So sit, stay. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, this is Margaret Cho. I'm with Arden Moore on the OBHAVE Show on Pet Life Radio. So please listen. 
We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Obehave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Obehave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I am speaking with a great crusader. Her name is Heather Crow. She heads up the HIT, H-I-T, Living Foundation, H-I-T, Living Foundation.org, after the show, dash over there. And she is doing her part with her team. They're a 5013C nonprofit to help dogs, pit bulls, get adopted, and also to help combat breast cancer and by making people more aware. And you've got this calendar, so you got one a month. What month are you? I am my birthday month, November. Oh, what's your birthday in November? November 24th. Oh, your day before my sister, Deb. So oh, um, related to Deb. Yeah. So I haven't seen the calendar yet. How are you posed, dressed? I mean, do you have a dog yes. with you? Yeah. So, uh, I'll, you know, when you talk about the calendar, titties for pities, it's the, the question does come to mind, uh, you know, is there exposure? And there, unfortunately, for those inquisitive minds, there is not. We are all posing in jeans and topless, but we have a pitbull puppy covering in front of us. Strategically positioned. They, they were very strategically positioned, yes. I hope you uh, trim their nails. <laughs> I can see like, ow. ow, ow. You know, actually, the puppies were a little more docile, I think, because they wow. just weren't used to being held for so long in front of flashing lights. So they just kind of stared on it. You know, they weren't as lively as we had, you know, hoped they would be for their, their big debut. Right. Well, <laughs> they're probably like a little bit. Uh, really? I can get away with this? Okay. <laughs> so wh who was the pity you had? Do you remember the name of the puppy? I do not. I okay, do not. But what kind of markings did the pity have? Uh, the tan. It was a tan, tan pity. Yes. Okay. Yes. So how do people get this calendar? What's the easiest way? Because, you know, January, we got to start the 2024 off on the right paw and get our, our hands on the titties for pities calendar. How do we do that? Absolutely. So actually this year is our five year anniversary. Congratulations. And thank you very much. Yes, it's a it's a big milestone for us. Um, and we are celebrating our fifth year anniversary. We've set a goal to raise $55,555. Awesome. Which will help us recoup some funds that we have spent on medical cases and board and train cases this year. Okay. And then also, it will give us an opportunity to keep going to shelters and pulling at-risk dogs, um, which we actually thought at by this point in the year, we, we thought we were going to need to take a break based on our budget. But we had a pretty successful Giving Tuesday, um, which we were so grateful about. And that actually allowed us to go to the shelter. And just this past week, our team... Our team is really, they're amazing. I have to give a shout out to the team, but we brought on 18 puppies in one week. They definitely have their paws full right now, but we were able to do that based on the Giving Tuesday fund. So we're asking for a $55 donation, a minimum of $55 donation for the calendar. And when you donate, whether it's through PayPal, Zelle, Venmo, or through our website, just leave your address and we'll make sure we get a calendar to you. Well, I did order one, so I'm going to get one to support amazing. you all. 
I can't wait to, to see it. I'm joking now. You, This is your fifth year campaign, right? Yes. Titties for pities. All right. I was just thinking, here's just an idea for the sixth year. You ready for it? Tell me. Oh, I'm so ready. Get some comedians <gasps> and do a fundraiser and it could be giddy for pities. Giddy for pities. Oh, Come on. my gosh. Okay. I like where this is going. I like where this is going because the team had the idea for next year for our next year's calendar is bellies for bullies. All right. Well, we're so on this. Okay. We've got, some, we've got some ideas. We're going but you're getting, Now, if you ever transition to oh, cats, you could be <laughs> titties for kitties. <laughs> Those I mean, are not about holding. <laughs> yeah. Make sure their <laughs> nails have been trimmed. And unlike a little pit puppy, kitties have flexible spines. Yes, they do. And, and I they, can only imagine those photos. There would definitely be a few nip slips here and there. How long did the shoot take for you guys? And, and what's some of your favorite memories of that? Because you're bonding with your teammates on this and you're helping save lives, both for pities and also for people like your mom that got the diagnosis of breast cancer. Absolutely. I think, uh, you know, just to start off, because this was really the most important and memorable moment for me, but I know a lot of the other team members who were there, it was very special being there with my mom, who told me, she later confided in me that, and I know she wouldn't mind me sharing this story, um, but only three men in her life have seen her topless since her double mastectomy 17 years ago. One was her surgeon, who performed her double mastectomy. The second one was the surgeon who performed her reconstructive surgery. And the third man was Morgan, the photographer of the shoot, who was very professional. And she said he made her feel very comfortable. And so my mom really, she was a little nervous about doing the shoot, um, especially in front of all the other girls who none of us have ever been affected by breast cancer before, but just after my mom was speaking to the girls, hearing about the other women in their lives who have been affected by breast cancer, it put just, you know, a coat of armor on my mom and she went there and she owned the shoot. What month is she? She's May, her birthday okay. month. Okay. All right. And it was way to go, fun. Susie. Yes. At one point, her puppy was way down on her breast and Morgan kept telling her, you know, Susie, you've got to lift the dog up. And Susie said, you know, Morgan, I have no feeling in my breast, so you got to help me out here. Well, you know, they do say something like, you know, lift those pups up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yep. Wow. So it was very special. It was a really incredible bonding experience for the team. Um, hearing everybody's stories, how they've been impacted by breast cancer, having my mom there, a survivor, own the shoot. She did great. She was so happy to be a participant of it. And we later heard, you know, someone reached out to us and said they're currently undergoing breast cancer and they had no idea about the Ares Foundation and they, they are scheduled for a mastectomy and they will be reaching out to the Ares Foundation to talk about it, see what options are available for them. And so that's, you know, that's really the point about this campaign. It was to get some visibility on these puppies, help promote a wonderful organization like the Ares Foundation. And, you know, it's certainly been a talking point. So how are you getting the word out? Tell us some of the key sites 
I guess the LA media has been all over it. Yes, yeah, it's been wonderful. Uh, LA Magazine did a piece on Titties for Pities. We're promoting it through our social media. There's a big account on Instagram called Free the Nipple. And they <laughs> of course they there is. Oh, yes, there is. Oh, yes. They were very happy to help promote and advocate for this campaign. It's been great. It's really been great. We've been um, having the calendar at a lot of our in-person adoption events. And it's just been it, it's been really well received by the community. People definitely get on board for a very creative way to promote. Well, you know, these kinds of calendars have an appeal. I'm thinking about traditionally, there's always been the beefy firefighters that do the calendars, right? And yes. once in a while, there's a fire fighter that's a chick but move over firefighters you got hoses you got you got pennies <laughs> and they're cute yeah you should go over to the fire department and say oh, you need to support our new calendar exactly yes a little cross promotion here i like that oh my gosh how did you fall in love with animals oh i have been like this ever since i was a little girl whether it's been birds, dogs, cats, I mean, any animal under the sun. I do have to confess, I have a deep phobia of snakes. Well, you're in the Bahamas, and according to my research, there are no venomous snakes in the Bahamas. That is correct. That is correct. Yes, I'm very- There are hurricanes, though. <laughs> yes. Dorian. <laughs> yeah. Dorian, yeah. yes, yes. The community we actually live in, in the Bahamas, was decimated by Dorian. And I was down there seven days after the hurricane. And what I did down there was a lot of the locals would not leave their dogs there. Right. They had opportunities to fly out to Nassau and to the States if they had their passports, but none of the airlines would allow them to bring their dogs with them. So they wouldn't leave. But their houses were in shambles. They had no access to water because there was very little supplies coming in. They had no access to electricity. It was close to 100 degrees every day, but they would not leave their dogs. So what I did is in our little community, Treasure Key, I went around to the homeowners who were still there and I took their dogs and I flew them over to Florida and another rescue in Florida called Big Dog Ranch Rescue. How oh yeah, that's in Palm Beach County. Yes, yeah, we work very closely with them. They're wonderful. They house their dogs for six months and some dogs they even housed for a year, depending on how long it took wow. the owners to rebuild and to get back to a life where they could bring their dogs back. What a nice thing. What a nice thing all of you've done. Years ago, I was a newspaper reporter in South Florida and lived in Palm Beach County. I'm very aware of that organization. It's a great organization. Yes. Hey, we're about to say goodbye because you're awesome, but I know you got to go save some pities and others. That's Again, right. name the websites, how people can get a calendar and where to find it. Absolutely. Hitlivingfoundation.org. And if you go under donate and under fifth year anniversary campaign, please make a $55 plus donation and make sure to leave your address in the notes so we know where to send a calendar. Hey, everybody, we've been speaking with Heather Crow. She's a great gal. She's helping pets. She's honoring her mom, a cancer survivor. And uh, you survived being on the show with me. What do you think, Heather? <laughs> easy, easy. I could do this all day with you. It's been so much fun. So remember, 
giddy for pities coming up right and get some comedians from la what do you think i think i think we can get them on board get them on board (laughs) all right um i also want to do a shout out to my producer mark winter he is the executive producer of pet life radio the largest radio network on the planet and uh please check out some of the other shows on our network got a lot of great hosts Check me out on Facebook. And Heather, that's your assignment. You better subscribe. Art and More YouTube. Got over 700 videos. Come on. Come on. We got to do that for you. I'll send you the QR code. Check out fourleggedlife.com. And until next time, this is your flea-free host, Art and More, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave. Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do. And get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.